This podcast is an audio recording of a live event. It may reference visual material that cannot be represented in this recording. It may also contain strong language and adult themes. The opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of ACME. surveying celebrity. I, my interest in surveillance has um, been with me a long time. I came to David Bowie's work, probably not unlike yourselves, through the sibling of a friend. Um, and for me, it was changes. Um, but of course, it was um, a disrecording because I'm, I, I am too young to have heard the um, original press of it. <laughs> yeah, like I wish. Um, but uh, from that then it was, and some of you probably have um, read this book yourself, The Man Who Fell to Earth, and, and this for me was tremendous, this link of the technological communications. I subsequently went on and studied telecommunications, and um, this to me is wonderful, and you can see that I accidentally forgot to return it to um, Catholic girls who were where I went, but this sort of literature should not be in their library anyway, so I took it upon myself to, to, to relieve them of their copy. Um, but to me, th th this brought out the, the significance of a techno star man who was um, forever more um, part of my life in different ways. Not least um, in the imagery as well from the man who fell to earth. Um, of course, he's not bad to look at, but for me, the, the multiple television screens behind were fantastic. And this telephone, <laughs> right, it's got a cable. But at the time, it, it was like, wow, this new technology, it's interesting. What does that mean in his life? But the underlying current for me was, what is this notion of the surveillance and who is it that is looking, who is the they? So certainly the lyric harks to the idea of celebrity culture, perhaps it is we the public and fans, or is it a, a, a deeper look at um, who is doing the surveying and, and what are the implications for privacy and security as examples? So my research relates to the idea of um, visual networked culture and um, again, uh, tracing this idea of um, the multiple television screens that uh, Thomas Jerome Newton had behind him, but now how we use screens for all things and this science fiction future come to our own realities was incredibly powerful. So again, um, I, li I like um, statistics and data and communications, and so my research question came about um, how do we survey uh, and, and how have stars and celebrities um, to an extent be normalised? How do they bargain certain aspects of privacy as a fair exchange in return for public attention? And I look at panoptic visions here, subsequently afforded spaces for discussion and commentary about stars and celebrity via the increased ubiquity and distribution of platforms such as YouTube, Twitter, Facebook and imaging devices on multiple mobile devices, our screen devices. So the paper um, that I'm developing further, and please uh, see me with comments or questions afterwards, I'd be most grateful, um, looks at um, Bowie and the fan interactions with them through looking at David Bowie's own star image via social media. And here social media was chosen not only because of my own personal love for it, but because a number of sites are the primary spheres through which engagement between stars and celebrities and their fan bases emerge. Um, here I'd also note the idea of um, the def uh, a, a definition between star and celebrity, if we like. Um, where stars, for example, are people to look at Nick Stevenson's work um, that are in some way extraordinary. They're people that last 
and to whom we might look up to. David Marshall has explained that someone achieves stardom through a special textual performance, such as acting in a film or through music. But celebrity speaks of a perceptual movement outside of the initial cultural form, whether film or popular culture. So Marshall argues that celebrity implies it is the dimension of the performer and how we use them in all sorts of other ways in our popular culture. The celebrity aspect implies that we are concerned with the star's everyday life to the extent that they become a study of the private, the intimate, but in the most public way. Bowie's star image rests largely upon his private emotional life, a mentality, a psychology perhaps, trauma and scars, to borrow Sam Ahmad's work, taking precedence, arguably for the listening or viewing body, us perhaps we the fans, over his private life. Now, this doesn't discount, discount when I look at the research that certainly there are comments out there about Bowie's private life and does he bite people and here's a picture of David Bowie in Sao Paulo on his holidays. There, there are certainly comments out there. They don't, however, tend to be circulated quite as widely as the comment that, that, that fans or others make about him and his work, his art influence, for example, the more psychic aspects of it. My work finds that it is Bowie's private emotional life that does have the, that has long provided an interpretive framework for fans into in a contemplation, raising questions for us of the value of stars and their art for the individual becoming, if you like, or positive self-actualization, to borrow Maslow's term, and perhaps the collective will. Precisely because the star performer can establish an intimate connection with a willing individual, a fan, can be affected in a positive way, certainly sometimes negatively where it can spiral downward, as they navigate their way through, as we navigate our way through life's key moment. And arguably a relationship is able to form between the celebrity or star performer and a listening body or viewing body who might self-identify as a fan as they closely connect virtually to an experience or a particular medium, a particular materiality and a particular cultural phenomenon that matters. And here I've used the term Feinaken. It's one that, or Feinaken, it's, it's, it's one that um, I've developed where Feino means shining and Ken is one's range of knowledge or a perception which is proposed as a single word where music arguably is inadequate to convey a deeper understanding, it, it loses some depth of meaning that might be conveyed. It borrows Chris, uh, from Julia Kristeva's notion of phenotech, certainly useful here, uh, where phenotech is a structure. It obeys certain rules of communication and presupposes a subject of an enunciation and an addressee. Certainly Bath's own work on the Faino song is also marked here and this idea of the Faino can borrows on that but moves more deeply into an understanding of what it might mean on a more personal emotional level. Um, as I've noted, um, stars have come to bargain a certain amount of loss of privacy um, for the benefits of, of their own um, material world. What I wanted to then get into, and this is only scratching the surface um, for tonight, is I wanted to have a look at some data um, that was circulating um, by us um, in, in the Twitter sphere, and, and I 
particularly looked at Twitter for brevity. So my primary data was collected from a key digital source, which was Twitter, um, using Tweet Archivist, having tried to go through different means but finding that third-party agreement, meaning what can I do with the, the, the findings in terms of uh, recreating data? Would I be able to use it? Were there implications for privacy? Who actually owns it? Um, I chose Tweet Archivist, and I chose the period between 26th of April and 14th of July this year, primarily because it was leading up to um, this ACME event, and I want to find out what were the conversations that were circulating. Certainly, please don't start to panic, think, oh my God, what did I put out there? Um, this is more just a trend, if you like. The hashtags that I used were hashtag David Bowie, for, for which there were 20,629 tweets over that brief period. I also used the hashtag Bowie and Bowie ACME, I know, you're getting really excited, right? The last speaker and statistics, um, just to quote Angela here, blah, 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 eyes glaze over, yawn. But um, no, 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 this, this is really good. So the statistics that I want to look at were, um, what are the tweets that are happening? And um, I've colour coded it because I like to do a little bit of colour coding. A large circle here indicates a significant number of tweets that are being sent out by a single user and key usernames are included there. Secondly, the depth of colour for its part equals the number of retweets that were sent out. And the, the retweets are probably the most um, interesting because um, it's not just a tweet that's going out, but it's the users that are then recirculating that information about David Bowie. The, this second aspect is probably the more notable of the data because it represents a subsequent action uh, uh, from the original tweet about David Bowie during this period um, of 26 April to 14th July. And so what I did here was um, where there were significant colours, I wanted to then drill down into the data and find out well, who, who were these users. And here's an example here of Tanpreet. This person did um, send out retweets. I thought, well, that's interesting. What is the data? So what I primarily did was I had all the data downloaded into an Excel spreadsheet through which I could then do a filter and then I came up with one particular user and then all their tweets. Um, as just taking a sidestep, um, this is a new area of research. It's a social network um, analysis. Uh, I still don't think um, we as users know enough about the implications, and not least if I can jump on my hobby horse about metadata legislation in Australia and that we um, need to consider what happens with the data because this does have geolocation um, metadata that comes with it, where a tweet was sent from, to whom it was sent, what the nature of the tweet was. Um, you might say on its own it means nothing, but put together it could be something more significant. Certainly here we're saying, well, this, you know, is, is it just ephemeral, it's about Bowie? Y yeah, but it could be about something more significant. Um, but I'll get on to privacy and security in another paper. Now, this, these are the, the tweets that were sent out by this user, and they were retweets, and obviously um, it was about a competition. So can we make the, the assumption that this person works for a radio station? Yes, probably likely were they running a competition, certainly, um, but indicates some of the interest um, about um, David Bowie at this particular time. This is another user, um, and I thought this, this was lovely. Bowie wakes us. A lovely phrase, it, 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 for, for me personally, um, says so much um, about um, how I consider his work and, and this inner awakening, if you like. I also wanted to have a look at um, this person, addicted to Bowie, of course, who isn't? Um, and th these are just some of the lovely um, uh, notes that, that are made. Um, and, 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 and using it as a forum, um, moving away perhaps from the likes of BowieNet to connect with others, 
Night from London Boy. This is beautiful stuff. You know, this is a lovely emerging community. Um, so this is some more. This is using the hashtag David Bowie um, over this time. This was a significant user here, and it was interesting that this was around the time of the um, Scottish referendum, where Bowie was um, uh, speaking about you know Scotland's day with England um, as examples. So these are some of the tweets that came from Blackfast 006. Um, this person, Claude Star, um, also makes quite emotional um, tweets um, about Bowie. And again, for privacy reasons, I haven't put some up, but um, if you're interested, you can have a look um, at um, Claude. He lives in Italy, and um, he, loves, he loves David Bowie too, <laughs> which I'm pleased to see. Now, this is, this is coloured differently. Um, this is a number of tweets um, that were sent out using the hashtag Bowie. Um, and um, you can see um, up here a, a, quite a large circle. I want to find out a little bit more about that, about um, just this specific um, aspect of Miracle Goodnight and um, what they were talking about in terms of Bowie. And so I had a look at um, a post that they'd put up on Facebook through a Facebook channel and a video that they had put up. And the key ones were, it looks like even the thin white duke is happy. He really loves her. And Love and the Thin White Duke. I thought, yeah, okay. Um, he, I love you, honey. Um, love is the tune and love the video. Awesome bit of 1990s. Again, an emerging community, um, this time linked to Twitter and on Facebook. Um, so that was lots of fun. Then I wanted to have a look at specific ideas coming to ACME of what was the conversation about David Bowie using the hashtag uh, Bowie ACME. And this is what I found. So this is some um, lovely network analysis. And um, just to be brief, um, it, it shows the representation of um, the relationship between certain nodes. And the colours here show particular uh, attractions, if you like. So in terms of layout and node presentation, the linked nodes attract each other and the non or less linked nodes are pushed away. So you can see at the time where I started, um, mine's the red one up there that's pushed far, far away. Um, and then these are some of the communities, you might even re recognise your own name um, down here, that were talking about Bowie. And in terms of colour groups, I found um, certain tweets being going out from um, local government, for example, that are promoting the event, um, and just how ACME sits there in the middle. The more uh, networked or influential a node is, the bigger the circle here, and same with the label here. So obviously ACME stands out here as um, a subtle difference from, uh, um, from the other text as well, um, representing the significance. Different colours refer to different communities or clusters, as I mentioned. Here the, um, you can see a clockwise and anti-clockwise curve. The clockwise curve from a node or a circle means that this person has be, has mentioned another person. So the clockwise um, is, is mentioning, um, again related to um, Acme and Bowie, an anti-clockwise curve from a node means the opposite. It means that person has then been me mentioned by another. So for example, um, you can see um, where the thickness of the curves comes out. Um, it's, uh, uh, certain terms have been um, mentioned there. Um, Okay, so um, what does it all mean? Um, well, um, I'm still collecting data. Um, this time I'm using uh, a data analysis tool um, called Tag Sleuth, and we've found that we have, we have collectively, um, uh, thank you everyone, um, we have started to trend. We've made over 500 posts to um, Twitter, uh, only one to Vine. So if you're not using Vine, this might be the time that we do a disco dance downstairs and we post it. Um, we've had eight posts to Tumblr, and this is using the hashtag Bowie Symposium. Um, again, you know, what does it mean? Well, it certainly sh does show a dialogue around um, the use of Bowie and, uh, and and David Bowie and thinking about him um, in, uh, to what extent um, is, is he significant in his 
life? Well, two provocations have been intertwined here. The first being that the star is fundamental, arguably, to a listening or viewing body for the purpose of, in ideal circumstances, po positive and purposeful identity formation for becoming in my I'm out. Um, so, look, I'm, I'm going to um, work this up a little bit more and um, I'll, I'll, I'll hope to publish the results and please give me any feedback. Keep tweeting and I'll keep collecting and um, it'll be another lovely um, analysis. So what is David Bowie? David Bowie's layered. He's complex. He's challenging. He's a social rebel. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. You have been listening to an Acme podcast. For more recordings, go to soundcloud.com slash acmeonline or the Acme website.